Hello and welcome to the Jim Baker Family Show. Coming to you from the village of Morningside, USA, snuggled in the beautiful Ozark Mountains. Today, our special guest is a global apostolic leader, best-selling author, and host of Courts of Heaven TV on the PTL Network, Pastor Robert Henderson. Our co-hosts today are Marcella Woodall, Mondo De La Vega, and I'm Ricky Baker. And now, live from Grace Street at Morningside, USA, here are your hosts, Pastors Jim and Lori Baker. Welcome to Grace Street. I'm yes. so glad to have you here. Hi there. And we have one of America's outstanding ministers. Yes. I almost called you a prophet, but I, <laughs> I, I, I because I, I feel like you, you really see into what, what the enemy has done and breaks that curse off people. And he has a new book out. Something yes. you could carry with you because you, you could put that in your purse, Yes, Lord. I love the size. Uh, breaking generational curses from mm -hmm. the courts of heaven. Yes. And it's annulling a demonic covenant in your bloodline. Mm. Wow, that's powerful. Yes. And, and people don't realize it, but you're seeing people delivered from so many things. Yes, this, this particular lady... She, she, she found me. I was living in a small town outside of Dallas, and she found out I was there. And long story short, she found me, and she said, would you please pray for me? Her son actually is on the roster of the NFL football team. Mm, He's wow. a quarterback. And, and she said, we just, even though we've been blessed, she said, there's always seems to be something uh -huh. stopping us from the ultimate levels that we feel like we, we, we have. Long story short, I, she's a Baptist lady. And I just began to pray with her, and I said, well, let's, let's pray this prayer. And I had her very clearly. All I had to do was say, Lord, I just, I just opened my bloodline up, my history, my ancestry, and if there's anything in it. And when I was, as I led her in that prayer, she then gasped. She literally gasped. Wow. And she said, oh, and I said, what? what? And she said, I'm seeing this ceremony around a, a fire where they, where they are offering children as sacrifices wow. right and she and i said are you native american and she said yes a very big part of my bloodline is native american i had no idea and i said well the lord's very clearly showing you that the enemy's claiming a legal right to land curses against you to keep you out of your complete destiny because of some of a covenant that was made with demons by blood sacrifice. Wow. So we undid all of that and, wow. you know, moved on. But you, you, you really see some very significant things when you start dealing with those issues. Yeah. You're seeing it in the world today, though, the, the, in America. Of course, we live in America, so we see it more here because of the, the, the warfare. You yes. know, I've, I've said it probably 10 times on the show, but when we were at Billy Graham's funeral, mm -hmm. uh, we, well, he was laying in the coffin and, mm -hmm. and we went, was his son Franklin, yes. and we went to his office. And Franklin, I asked Franklin, "What do you see happening when your father, is, since your father passed?" Mm -hmm. And what did he tell us, Lori? You wrote it down in your Bible. Actually, Ricky wrote it down for me. He was with us in Franklin's office, and Ricky literally wrote down, "The demons of hell are going to be unleashed." Wow. And that was February 2018. And we're seeing it. I mean, America, it's unbelievable what's happening to America. Mm -hmm. And if we ever needed to understand how to break these demonic curses that the enemy wants to keep our families under control. Yes. You, you know, really, we as individuals, 
we have the right to break those off of our own personal life and off of our families. In Jesus' In name. In Jesus' name. We can do that uh, once we understood just some very basic principles. Mm -hmm. But we also, I believe, the body of Christ, a house of prayer, yeah. has a right to deal with issues on a national and cultural yeah. level. Yeah. And I I think, I, I well, no, I, don't, I don't think, I know that, that the enemy can do nothing unless he finds a legal right to do it from. Mm. And I, I believe that all that we're seeing happen in our nation is because of the, of the sin that's in our history and that's present. And there, you know, there were four major sins that God said could afflict the nation that would, get, that would grant the enemy legal rights. That was sexual immorality, mm -hmm. idolatry, co covenant breaking. Mm -hmm. uh, there's, there, there's four significant sins. And whenever a, a nation is guilty of those, it empowers principalities of power. Well, if you're going to undo the power of those principalities, you're going to have to repent yeah. for those yeah. sins that are operating and ask for the blood to speak. A powerful scripture in Zechariah chapter 3. It says that God will remove the iniquity in one day. Mm -hmm. wow. that, that literally mm -hmm. that we could go into the courts repent in behalf of a nation, and God would remove the iniquity. Now, if that should ever happen, the powers of darkness lose their right to operate. Mm. They actually lose their right. Now, the problem is we got to have a people that can do that yeah. and meet the criteria to do that. Mm. Exactly. Okay, I, I didn't really introduce you properly. This is Robert <laughs> Henderson. He's the author of the best-selling Courts of Heaven series, and his latest book is entitled Breaking Generational curses from the courts of heaven. Amen. Uh, oh, you're the host of two shows yeah. on our network, mm -hmm. and uh, I don't know where else they are, but uh, the, the, the courts of heaven TV at, at 8.30 a.m. Uh -huh. Is that Eastern time? Yes, that's right. And, and then uh, the courts and culture at 3.30 p.m. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those... Uh, the court, the court of heaven, with Robert Henderson, is just be teaching certain principles about so the good. court of heaven. Yeah. Okay, well, it's not just you. you teaching. No, okay, don't amazing. say it like that, please, <laughs> please, 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 Robert. No, it's excellent teaching, and that's. I mean, yeah. I think we should kind of hit some foundational points in a minute. But go okay. ahead. Okay, and then the third, the second one is the court and culture, which. I, I actually, someone else came up with a name and I asked the permission to use it because it's the idea that we can, we can step into the courts and deal with our culture. But this is the whole reason behind that show. I had a dream and in the dream, I was, I was hosting a talk show with President Donald Trump. And I knew that I wasn't going to host a, a show with Donald <laughs> Trump. But as I prayed about it, I felt the Lord said, I want you to do a show that will be a commentary, a biblical commentary on present-day political issues. Excellent. Wow. Because yeah. this is what the Lord said to me. The church and culture is biblically illiterate. We, wow. we don't have any idea of what God is actually his standard. And the truth is, everything that is important or even the things that we don't think are important, God has an opinion about. Yeah. Yeah. And it's all within his word. Mm -hmm. So anyway, we try to address it from a biblical concept and just say, this is what God says about this. Okay, Mondo, what did you say about the show, about this new show? That, Listen, in, that in my has... opinion, this is the best show, yeah. uh -huh. and, and next to the Jim Baker show. <laughs> <laughs> and then next no, to the listen, Mondo I, show. I, I, this is why it's so important, because when you look at what's happening in the culture right now, 
99% of the people out there are giving you their opinion or commentary <laughs> based on the cultural experience that they bring to the table. But at the end of the day, Robert, you made it clear at the beginning of every program you, you're producing that it's the biblical worldview yeah. that you're giving us a perspective and using scripture just as simple as this. One of my favorite episodes is Pride and Promise. <laughs> Again, this is, this is a cultural battle that we're seeing. It's almost considered, some experts are saying, a civil war mm -hmm. between two cultures, mm -hmm. right? The rainbow has become so weaponized, yet you go back to the Bible that the rainbow belongs to God. Amen. It has yeah. always Amen. been a God symbolic Amen. promise, yeah. but yet Covenant. the church has allowed a, a, a certain culture to hijack it mm -hmm. and use it against us. But you give us a biblical perspective and, so and through scripture. What does this mean? For me, you know what it did? It empowered me to have a conversation yes. with someone Amen. with the LGBTQ plus yep. community on not arguing, but basing it out of scripture. And I, I, I love this program. <laughs> I, I cannot get enough of it because well, you I, give me an insight that most people don't get to have. But listen, what I need you to do is this. Go to ptlnetwork.com and go immediately to Robert Henderson's Courts and Culture that airs at 3.30 p.m., but better yet, this is the best part. Mm -hmm. It is free on the app that we have provided for you, the you. PTL Network app. Download it for free right now and go immediately and support this program. Yes. Amen. 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 So much is happening. America is almost run by politicians. That's all you hear on the news yes. is what does the politician say? They're, right now, they're trying to impeach Biden. Biden. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're already impeaching Donald Trump, trying to put him in prison for 700 years. Yeah. That's a long time. <laughs> but there is such evil, and we have to be able to stop the demons of, mm -hmm. of hell. Mm -hmm. Amen? Amen. Absolutely. And... I've been predicting something, and I saw Ronald Reagan, it, it, Ronald, not Ronald Reagan, dear God, uh, Donald Trump, well, we, they were having uh, the, for the rally for all the, the Republicans, mm -hmm. and Trump, you know, made the decision not to go there. But Donald Trump... You're talking about the debates. Yeah, yeah, the okay. debate. Yes. But Donald Trump said, no, right. I'm not going. Right, right, right. Because I'm already so far ahead that it, right. I just don't need to get into that mess. <laughs> and uh, I watched the debate. I don't think it gained any ground for anybody else, but we'll see. And uh, But Donald Trump decided to go to an auto... Parts factory, mm -hmm. I think it was. Do you guys know what I what it was, Mondo? Mm -hmm. Yes, you're talking about the union that is on strike right now. Mm -hmm. And again, all the debate was is, was a blame game but of here's the, the last thing. guy, the yeah. former guy. It was ridiculous. It was. Mm. Here's the thing. Donald Trump goes to, to to speak, and I don't know why the cameras that on Donald Trump 
are controlled by not demons, but they're controlled <laughs> by another force somehow. Mm-hmm. I'm in television, people. <laughs> and if I want the cameras to look at you, I'm going to say, get the camera over there. And they do it. But they won't listen to Donald Trump. Mm. No, not for years. We've watched this for years. Happen. I mean, Donald all the Trump rallies. could they have 100,000 people, Very which few. he does many times. It's just RSPN. <laughs> and, and they're packed. And they're standing outside the stadiums, you know, and and the the the, the camera crews refuse to show it. Mm. Well, he was at this meeting, mm-hmm. and I heard the, the man who was the president of this organization. He he was on the air talking about it. They were interviewing him. And they said outside of his auditorium was 10,000 people. Wow. But did the camera show it? No. People, you got to understand the Bible talks about in the end times that men will gather around tables telling lies. Right. It's happening. Mm -hmm. They lie right to our faces every day. And if you don't know the (laughs) word and know the truth, the truth will set you free. Yes. Amen. Amen. That's right. Well, I predicted Jesus. for the last several months that the way we were headed, that the automobile industry is going to go bankrupt. Mm-hmm. And that the government is going to take over the automobile industry mm. if some, we don't change something. And uh, the automobile industry this, right now has been on strike for yes, several weeks. Right. And they want unbelievable things. They want four-day work week. You can, can you do five days work in four days? Mm-hmm. I don't know. They want more money. Almost double, I think, salaries. But it would be horrible for for the government to own the automobile industry. This is not how our country. This year, lost somewhere over two billion Mm dollars. The Ford automobile, unelectric cars. People are not buying electric cars. Not, we're not set up for them all the way. And in the next two years, the crash of America is going to be like you've never seen before. The thing I'm, is, I'm the predicting is, the thing is, Jim. And I predicted that the auto industry is going to crash if we're not careful. Right. And Trump, well, let me play it. I, I have it on, on record. He said this in front of thousands of people who work in the auto industry. Here he is. Let's listen to this. Biden's cruel and ridiculous electrical. Think of this. He wants electric vehicle mandates that will spell the death of the U.S. auto industry. You know, it doesn't matter. I watch it. You're negotiating a contract. You're all on picket lines and everything. But it doesn't make a damn bit of difference what you get because in two years you're all going to be out of business. You're not getting anything. 
What they're doing to the auto industry in Michigan and throughout the country is absolutely horrible and ridiculous. Hundreds of thousands of American jobs, your jobs, will be gone forever because crooked Joe Biden is selling out. That's what he said. He said the automobile industry will end. Yeah. And that's what I believe. Mm -hmm. I believe we are in destruction. I believe it's going to be shaking. The earth is going to shake. We're going to see things happen in the, uh, you know, like earthquakes and, and all these kinds of things are going to happen. And then we're going to see uh, warfare among countries yeah. and bombs dropping like we've, with things that we've never seen before are going to happen. We are in the last days. On every front. No. We're, we're being hit. Everyone's going to be hit. And if you're not strong and you don't stay in the, you've got to stay in the word of God. Yeah. You can't be, you can't, if, if I told you behind the scenes what Jim and I personally have been going through from, from practical things to being hit hard physically and down in bed and all that, but got through that. But there's the, if, if I told you, and Jim's like, Glory, if you can't make it through some of the things that we're walking through personally, um, you're not going to do good in the last days. You're not going to do good when it gets real hard. And I'm like, boy, maybe I should go on and start sharing with you guys some things that we're walking through, and we're literally walking through it, and we're here. And, um, and we're going to keep, we'll keep being here as long as, you know, you're with us and you're helping us to, to stay on the air. We're here to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, which is the good news. And I love what Robert Henderson is doing with this new show when you're talking about politics and culture. You know, what, I mean, what's happening, mm -hmm. you know, hand, hand, with a biblical mm -hmm. worldview, I should say, yes. um, and, and politics and culture. Yes. Yeah, and I think it's excellent because, because you've said it and I've heard, we get the best of the best here. Do you guys yeah. understand yeah. that? We get the best of the best guests here. It is yeah. so, it's so amazing. Yeah. You get to hear the best. And one reoccurring theme as I sit here day after day, uh, at, it is such an honor to be with you every day is that everybody says that we are, you know, back in the green room, we'll talk, you know, to our guests, but, but we're all very concerned about what's going on in this country. Mm -hmm. And we have to stand up yeah. in one accord and in unity yeah. and speak the truth. But, but the thing is, most people, and I'm talking about what I'm hearing from the great men and women of God that I get to sit with, we're biblically illiterate. Mm -hmm. We're culturally illiterate. We don't even want to hear the bad news. People don't want to watch the news. Mm -hmm. They don't want to hear it. They just want to put, they don't want to. Mm -hmm. Although our, the economy is the number one thing, in my personal opinion, in the border. And yet when we watched this debate I, the other night, I was like, they didn't even hardly talk about the economy. Yeah. And it's number one on everybody's mind. Absolutely. Right. You know, and so, I mean, but the thing is, we are illiterate as a whole when it comes to culture, when it comes to biblical, and we have to educate ourselves. Yeah. No one's going to do it for you, but you. Yeah. Amen. I think you're right, because there's certain things that have happened the last few days that are so prophetically yeah. groundbreaking that most people are not even realizing um, one yeah. major prophetic event just happened right now and went over your head. What? 
this the crown prince had a the latest interview very rare interview i saw it but i yeah. want to tell you something that moment was more prophetic than any other moment that just happened the last few years mm. if you don't pay attention what the bible says in revelations 13 revelation 17 this interview will go over your head yet i've heard you say it's later than what we think yeah on one side, there's a prophetic event that is happening in America that is signaling why this interview that just took place is so vital and so key to where we're headed in the book of Revelation. Everything that is happening in America is supposed to happen to lead us to Revelation 13, Revelation really? 17, because it's, you have to understand, and I'm a student of the Word, and I'm learning from, from a lot of different prophetic, but Revelation teachers that this book, the Bible, is not about European nation or, 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 or view or American view. This is a Middle Eastern view that the Bible is speaking about, Middle Eastern view of, of events that are going to take place from that region that is like a tsunami that by the time it hits Europe and it hits Africa and it hits America, it's going to be too late if we don't understand where this book is speaking from. Listen to what key people are talking about keep your eyes on the crown prince mm -hmm. keep your eye on esg which is the environmental social governance is the mm -hmm. whole argument on america and the industry falling apart mm -hmm. they they have to drive us to the guy that can solve this problem mm -hmm. mm -hmm. and i'm telling you the guy that it, it, revelation 17 is speaking about mirrors so closely to this crown prince mm -hmm. this guy's handsome mm -hmm. This guy is so, mm -hmm. he and can you know, speak Mondo, so very well. But I want to tell you something. Keep your eye on what's happening between Saudi Arabia yeah. and Israel. Mm -hmm. The moment the news hits all over the world that they, they come to an agreement of peace, they will, this will be the most historic prophetic event since the Cold War. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, this will be the signal of where we're headed according to the book of Revelation. And here's a here's a, just a little sidebar on that interview that you're speaking of with the crown prince. It is the first interview that he's ever given in complete English. Mm -hmm. It was all English, mm -hmm. and no one was translating for him. Now, that's, that's, a, that's a clue. Everybody better listen up on that right mm -hmm. there. First time. We see the signs, and I know uh, on... One the the one show that you're doing is do, you're doing a lot of political comments in that in that news show. What do you think with with what Mondo just said and what I just said earlier about the end of the automobile industry possibly in the next year? Uh, uh, so much is shaking. So mm -hmm. much is is coming to an end. Uh, where are we in? prophecy do you think well of course i'm i'm not an expert on on um, eschatology if you will <laughs> i mean i have my own maybe my own views or or different things but but this is what i do know all that the biden administration is doing everything that they're seeking to accomplish it is all designed to weaken america yes i right. mean they're, they're either they're either the most ignorant people <laughs> yeah. that's ever been in power or they have a agenda, an agenda, to bring America down. And, of course, that's what's, that is what's going on because the ultimate agenda is to bring a one-world government into place. Yeah. Right. That's, that's what it. they want to do. Well, you can never have a one-world government when you have a strong America. 
right. It cannot be. As long as America is strong, and that's why they hate Donald Trump. Right. Make America great again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's the whole MAGA philosophy mm-hmm. is to empower America to, to, to be the America that our founding fathers envisioned and That's that we have actually seen, yeah. they, want to, they want to destroy that. And so, so they hate him and hate the movement associated with him because you can't, you can't have a one-world government and an antichrist arise and all that as long as there is a strong America. Wow. And so I personally believe that everything that they're doing is designed to sabotage our success yes. and to bring us down and to make us as weak right. as we possibly can. Because when I look just in the last few years, when I mean, the truth is that Obama did this, that, that the moment he came into office, all these things started being set into course. But then when President Trump came into office, Oh my gosh! That was their wife. That was their uh, their worst nightmare. Oh. Their worst nightmare yes. was that here is a man who loves America. That's yeah, right. who is a true patriot America. who yeah. literally wants the good for America and its people. Yeah. And they would they were just biding their time uh. until the opportunity was presented, in my opinion, from a stolen election to get him out of office. And so, and they'll do anything to keep yeah. him out of office. They will. They, they, they really will. So, so I'm right. just, I believe right. that we as, as Americans, if we have any hope, mm-hmm. okay. if we have any hope of reclaiming our, our nation, then we have to, uh, we have, I personally believe we have to see President Trump reinstated to office. Mm-hmm. And, and because the truth of the matter, now this is, again, me personally, mm-hmm. I don't trust any of the other ones. I just think they're a part of the establishment. And I think that they'll do anything that they possibly can to get elected. And I'm not saying there's not maybe some good men and women that are a part, but I know, I know we, we, this is what we do know. We don't know what they'll do, but we do know what president Trump will do because we've already seen what he will do. And so, so I, I believe that we have to pray, we have to contend, we have to vote, we have yes. to be involved. Yes. You know, we have to understand how things operate and, and, and occupy until he comes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Amen. Robert, Amen. in your show, you teach people how to pray and petition the courts of heaven. Tell me about that. Well, I, see, I, I honestly believe, Jim, that the court of heaven and all that we've just been saying here, that the court of heaven is a solution because in Daniel chapter 7, verse 26, it talks about, it actually describes the Antichrist and the Antichrist spirit, that he, that he uh, rises up against God, he intends to change times and laws, all this kind of stuff. And it, but this is what it says, but the court was seated and they took away his, his dominion. Mm. So I believe our operating in the court of heaven is our only hope Yes. of undoing the Antichrist and his agenda that we're presently seeing see operating in the earth today. And so when I talk about the court of heaven, it is that mm. many people think I'm, I teach a method of praying. I'm not teaching a method of praying. I'm teaching a spiritual dimension because uh, when you talk about the court of heaven, um, Jesus actually put prayer in three dimensions, approaching God as father, friend, and judge in the book of Luke. Okay, so when you approach God as Father, according to Matthew 6, 6, you step into a place called the secret place. 
We all know what the secret place is. At least we should. It's a place where we find deep intimacy with God and commune with him and all that. But then when we approach him as friend, we, we step into a place called the counsel of the Lord, which is a place, it's, it's a very powerful dimension. Moses, from the counsel of the Lord, actually convinced God not to destroy uh, Israel when they had sinned against him in mm. Numbers 14. Wow. And, and there are several others that you can see in Scripture that was in the counsel of the Lord. But, but then Luke 18 talks about approaching a judicial system when we pray. And that's when we step into the courts of heaven. And in that place, we begin to remind God. The Bible says in Isaiah 43, 26, the Bible says, um, put me in remembrance. Let us contend together. State your case that you may be acquitted. In the courts of heaven, we call God into remembrance of who he is, what he has promised, what he has said. And we begin to say on the basis of this God, we're asking for a righteous judgment in our behalf, that you would remember your covenant with us. You would remember your covenant with Israel. You would remember your covenant with America that our founding fathers made. And we begin to petition God that he would once again be merciful to us yeah. and be merciful to our nation because Thank that's you, who Lord. he is. Yeah. See, you're actually presenting a case in the courts mm-hmm. of heaven when you do that. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Amen. That's so in, good. in your recent program, Courts and Culture, you raised the question, should we be angry? Please explain what you meant by that. Well, you know, I, I, I try to come up with relative themes. And, and um, what I actually talk about there, I use the scripture uh, when when the when the, um, the uh, one of the kings came against Israel, and they said he said if you'll let me put your right eye, eye out, you know then you can be my servants and I'll I'll treat you well. I mean they actually were considering wow. this, so they sent out a decree. You know is there anybody here to save us or should we let this guy put our right eye out? Well Saul, the first king of Israel, had already been anointed king by Samuel. Well th- that anointing that was on him. Man, it caused him to rise up and say, do what? We're going to let this guy put our right out? And the Bible says he became angry. He became angry. I believe there is a righteous anger that needs to stir in the hearts of God's people that says we are, and and I think that the righteous anger is we are standing for the cause of God. Yes. We are standing for the word of God. We're not going to lay down and let you walk all over us. We're going to stand up and resist you with the very last breath that we have. And I talk about in that show, Mm -hmm. I actually talk about how how that anger was one of the driving points of the Revolutionary War. That's true. It just said, they just said, no, we're not going to live this way. We're not going to let you taxes and take away all of our money and all of these kind of things. So, so I just make the point that it is appropriate to let anger stir. And that, and this is one of the things I, I state, every reformer, got angry before Reformation came. Mm-hmm. Martin Luther King talks about, talks about, and talked about in one of his, his writings that he remembered the day that he had went with one of his teachers to this oratory contest that he had won. And how that on the way back, he got on a bus, but then some white people got on the bus and began to mistreat them because they were black and made them move to the back of the bus. And Martin Luther King said he'd never been so angry. He'd never been swinging. Now, you got to realize this is the same man that did not support violence or anything like that. But he got angry. 
And see, that anger birthed within him a reformer's heart Mm -hmm. that said, we're going to change things. Mm -hmm. We're not going to let things continue as they are. Mm -hmm. So I believe that that righteous anger, be ye angry and sin not, is a very appropriate thing. So you think it's time for God's people to get angry? Righteous anger. Righteous anger. I believe, yes. I believe. Well, I live angry. <laughs> I am, Me too. I am <laughs> angry with the world. I right. am angry with politics. Yes. I'm angry with what's happening angry to America. Satan. This is the country that I lived in as a boy oh. and, and where we honored God. Yeah. Yes. Amen. And we don't honor God anymore. Mm-hmm. Our country is decadent. True. And it's time for the church to rise up. Yes. Jim, Jim, some people that watch my show, they tell me when I see them, they turn, they tune it on, they say, to see what Robert's mad about today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because I can't, man. I can't help it. It just comes out. Look at him. There, there we go. There, there's a B-roll of him. He's preaching while we're talking. He's, yeah, oh, you're, you're getting man. it there. You're going after it. I love it. Oh, good. Oh, Thank you. Well, Thank you for standing. Yeah up and Amen. not being ashamed of the gospel Amen. of Jesus Christ and for standing yeah. for what's right. I, I wish you'd get angry on my show <laughs> because I, I'm so angry. My wife is saying, oh, no, no, no. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. <laughs> no, I, I know what I, I need to do. I got, I got the solution for you two right now. Here's what I'm going to do. Okay, so, you know, make sure you have each other's personal cell phone numbers. Jim, when you need to, just call Robert. And Robert, when you need to call no, him. I and think you guys can just I'm, have I'm, a I'm great angry because time the church won't get angry. Right, because, you know, talking That'd about the same podcast, two, ang- two angry men. <laughs> That can, we can call it that. <laughs> Two angry men. Two you guys angry. would be a good but, podcast. That would be a good. Hey, that's a good idea. Oh, we're angry and sin not. We so right. we're we're angry. Yes. At what what's going on? The devil is not supposed to have America. God blessed America. God yeah, gave us America. Yeah, yeah. And I am angry that it's Amen. being taken away from mm-hmm. the church. Amen. Yeah. Amen. I wrong. see, and I just, I mean, literally, my whole. Uh, supposition mm-hmm. is that nothing will ever change until that that kind of righteous anger mm-hmm. is in the people in the heart of God. It's so you know, we, the best way I can I can characterize this. Mm-hmm. Many times when I'm ministering to people, just praying for them, yeah. and, and you'll you'll know what this feels like. When I'm ministering to them, I I'll actually have two emotions simultaneously. Mm-hmm. I'll feel an anger. Mm-hmm. At, at the at what the enemy's yeah, doing yeah, in their yeah, life, yeah. but I'll feel a compassion for yeah. them, yeah. and and literally I'll feel both emotions. I'll feel this compassion, mm. this this immense compassion coming yeah. out of God's heart for them. But then out of that, this tremendous anger mm-hmm. that it, and I think very similarly that that there has to be that anger that's there, mm-hmm. uh, but it has to be born. Out of a passion for God, because yeah. I think without that, it can really, it can really, it can take us off course. We can, mm-hmm. we can become not what God wants us to be. So, so I watch some people get angry, and they're just angry because their political um, agendas are not being fulfilled. Right. Well, that's not the anger I'm talking. About. I'm talking yeah. about something yes. that we, that God has so possessed our hearts yeah. yes. that we say, Lord we've got to see you do something. Yeah. Yeah. And we are angry yeah. at what the enemy's been, yeah, been allowed right. to do. Yeah, right. And so the, the anger we're, we're experiencing is coming out of a deep passion and yes. heart for God. Yeah, yeah. Amen. absolutely. We applaud in America 
the people who get angry and march in the streets, burn the cities down, tear up people, kill people, and we say that's righteous. That's not right. That's unrighteous. That's right. And and God wants us to be angry and sin not because we need to be angry the way that our country is being degraded. Mm-hmm. I really believe that. Mm-hmm. As we head into uh, on this election year of 2024, what do you hear the Lord saying to you regarding America? Where are we headed? What what should we be doing? Well, I, I, number one, we've got to pray. Yeah. I think we have to pray. I Because of what I so, and you guys have had me on so many times, you know how strong I am. I so believe that we have to know how to go into the courts of heaven and get righteous judgments out of the courts in behalf of our nation. Um, And and there's ways that we can do that. So I believe we have to do that. But I also believe that we've got to motivate. See, here's what what the enemy does. He actually tries to, to erode away the passion of believers so that they don't even want to do anything. Right. I mean, we were we were talking in the, in the right. green. We were talking in the green room. Uh, someone asked me, "Oh, what are you seeing as you travel around? Mm-hmm. Are, are are people yeah. aware of right. the state I we're asked in? You that. Yes. Are yep. they aware I of did. the state? And I said, some are. Some are prophetically in tune. I mean, and they have an awareness of of the desperate times we're in, and that we need a miracle from God yeah. to save our nation. Yeah. Honestly, but then there are others that just aren't aware. It's just like, oh, we've seen this before. We've been through hard times before. It'll be, it'll, every, give it some time. It'll all change. And a lot of people have that mentality. Mm-hmm. And, and plus that they have that mentality somewhat because they're trying to survive. Yeah. Right. And, I mean, trying to I mean, literally I watched online with some people I know and, and it was some, some moms that go to the grocery store every day mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they were like, we don't know what to do. Right. Yeah. We, we don't have enough money. Yeah. To buy food yeah. that our, our children need yeah. because of, of the inflation that right. is that has increased the cost so much that that we don't even know what to do. Our our credit cards are maxed out and, mm-hmm. and we don't and, and so they're so caught in a survival mode uh-huh. that they don't even have time to worry about the bigger picture, that's true. if you will. That's and I think good. that's a real ploy of the enemy. It but is. and I would just say to anybody that's in that state, yeah. don't let that happen. Don't let that happen, okay? Yeah. Just you, 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 you got to maintain a, a sense of what is really important in yeah. the midst of urgency. Yeah. So because you, sometimes we let urgency override what's really important. So That's true. it. So you believe with so Very many true. divisions that we're facing uh, as as Americans, are we in a uh, constitutional crisis in America? I mean, it just seems <laughs> like we're in a crisis all the time. Oh, I think they would want to do. I think I think the liberal left would want to do away with the Constitution absolutely. or completely rewrite it. Yeah, I believe rewrite. that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they hate the Constitution because the Constitution promises us uh, things that our forefathers understood and all that. And so, I yeah, I think I think that that if we let them have enough power, and I, and I mean that if we that they would they would alter the Constitution absolutely. on any level they possibly could. Uh, uh, and again, that's a whole other reason why we don't we don't just need the right president. We yeah. need the right Senate. That's right. We need yeah. the right House of Representatives. Yeah. We, I mean, we we I mean, we need those men and women, true patriots that are in true in 
in these places of leadership. Yeah. And they don't have to believe everything I believe. If they just believed in what they said they believed in, which was the Constitution, right. then, then, then I'm okay with that. Right. But they don't, they don't believe, many of them don't believe that, and they mm -hmm. want to completely alter it if they Okay, what can. does God do then to a nation that continually is to turn their back on God? <laughs> well, ultimately, judgment will come. Well, judgment will come or even just, you know, you know, Jeremiah put it this way. He said, your own backsliding will reprove you. Wow. Sometimes God doesn't have to lift a hand. Yeah. He just, true? all he has to do is just <laughs> let, let, let consequences Boy. take place huh. based on, you know, decades and centuries of, of thumbing our nose at God. He said, our own backsliding would reprove us. Yeah. And so, so, and I'm not saying that God won't judge us. I'm just, I'm saying, I'm saying that, that sometimes he just lets, lets the natural yes. order of things take it, take, take course. Mm -hmm. And, and so I really believe that, that we have to, you know, I mean, what I'm doing, I'm praying for mercy. Yes, mercy. God, is there any way is there any that you can be merciful? We talked about this One in the more green time. room too. I said to you, didn't I say, and we were in the green room. I said, how? The other day I was just cleaning the house, doing something. And I'm like, but Lord, how much longer, how much, how much more are you going to be able to take of this evilness that's going on? Mm -hmm. It's diabolical in the world with, with human trafficking, with our little babies just being, being sexually mutilated. How, how much longer is he going to turn a blind eye to? He's not turning a blind eye. I know he's there, but it's just, it's a little scary. Yep. Well, I mean, God actually it, uh, it, uh, speaks of this in the book in Acts, where He says that God will no longer wink. Right. Mm -hmm. there, I mean, it's like it, it's like He's been very, very merciful, very, very kind to to our nation, yes, he to has. us, yes, he uh, has. in 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 holding back judgment. Yeah. But He says He won't always do that. No. He won't always do that. He won't wink, wink at at our transgressions and our rebellion right. against him. Uh, you know, I, I always think about that scripture that talks about uh, that God, uh, that God, remember Nebuchadnezzar? Nebuchadnezzar literally um, forgot. He, he became aware, then he forgot who God was. And God finally had to say, you know, he, he made him lose his mind, mm. made him live like an animal in, yeah. in the pasture, if you will, mm -hmm. for I think it was seven years. And then God restored his mind, and then he says that you might know right. that God rules in the affairs of men. Wow. Mm. I mean, mm. listen, we need, we either need a massive revival yes. that makes us know that mm -hmm. God rules in the affairs of men, mm -hmm. or there's going to be judgment that comes mm -hmm. that makes us know yeah. that God rules in the affairs yeah. of wow. men. Wow, that's good. Yep. That's good. And if there's another uh, another thing that I keep hearing great men and women of God sitting where you're sitting here on the Jim Baker show saying, I keep hearing it over and over and over about the church, the body of Christ is a church, that, that the church is to be called a house of prayer. That's yeah. what Jesus said. Jesus said the church is a house of prayer. And how many times have we heard Pastor John Kilpatrick, we love you, Pastor John Kilpatrick. I think you're one of the greatest men on the face of this earth. But, but he said, how did the Brownsville revival happen? How did all that come about? Because they were a house of prayer for years Amen. before that great revival broke. Amen. Yep. See, Amen. See, I, what I understand is that from a court of heaven perspective, I can go into the courts on behalf of myself and my family. But if I'm going to affect culture, 
I need to be a part of a house of prayer. Yes. yes that's uh, that, that because uh, Isaiah 56, 7, my house shall be called a house of prayer for or in behalf of all nations. Mm -hmm. A house of prayer is that which has the right to represent a culture before the Lord. In fact, I believe, I, I tell people, Sodom and Gomorrah was not destroyed because of its sin. It was destroyed because there was no house of prayer to represent it before the Lord. Wow. Oh. I mean, think about that. Think God said that. if there's 10 righteous, yes, if there's 10 righteous, which would have constituted a house of prayer, a governmental people that can represent this, this, this place before me, I'll spare it. Wow. It, it was That's destroyed because of a lack of a house of prayer. That's what we need to understand. Yeah. Listen, if we will petition God as yes. a house of prayer, yes. God says, you cannot even believe how merciful I will be. Mm. But but if you if you don't come together, and this is one of our problems, if you don't come together yes. as a house of prayer right. in unity with each other, unity. then we're going to see destruction yeah. come. That's because it. it is the it is the body of Christ coming together in unity as a yeah. house of prayer and petitioning the Lord that actually gives him the legal yeah. right to spare wow. culture. That's, That's so good. I yeah. want you to order the book right yeah. now. We got to get into this book. And we got to hurry and get into it's, this too. It's newest book, <laughs> Breaking Generational yeah. Curses from the Courts of Heaven. It's annulling demonic covenants in your bloodline. This yes. is a powerful book. I've read it. I want you to. I want you to get it. I want you to read it. I want you to exercise it. I want you to take authority Amen. over the demon powers on earth today. You may have been cursed by witches. We all have been. We we all have. We all have some type of generational curses that have been passed down. Throughout the years, and so you've been teach you're teaching us here because people how to experience deal with that. it over and over again, and and they can break that thing in the name of Jesus by going to the courts of heaven. Is that right? A absolutely. Um, um, one of the things that is a sign of a curse yes. is something that just repeats itself over and over and over. <laughs> Anybody ever had in, that? In other words, you, you feel like there's breakthrough that's coming, and then something sabotages yeah. it. And then, and then it happens again. Then it happens again. Then it happens. And what happens is you end up, you, we end up with, hope, with a sense of hope deferred. That's right. But, because makes, it's, you, yeah, when nothing ever actually sense. happens. Yeah, hope and deferred. And that's 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 it's not because God's playing a, a, a little, you know, about the time you reach for the carrot, he snatches away. Yeah. He's not doing that. No, not It's God. the enemy that has a legal claim mm. to actually keep you out of the ultimate places that God has for you. Wow. And that's a result of a curse. Mm. Wow. Dear God. I, have, I, I just, I just, I know people right. <laughs> are fight, going through things and they don't understand where it comes from. And they don't understand that these things could have come down through generation of generation, and they don't have to endure it. Mm -hmm. Amen. They can they can break this, and that's why I would like them to order the book, "Breaking Generational Curses from the Courts of Heaven." I want you to get this book. It's made so you can put it in your pocket. Mm -hmm. You can carry it around and, and read it, and let it become something that you act upon. Mm -hmm. Isn't that right? Yeah, it. absolutely. That book, you know, they actually, the publisher actually asked me to write it in that 
format. I mean, mm-hmm. as far as being that size, mm-hmm. I love because that. I I would have normally written a book like that, you know, really a big full book and mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. all of that because mm-hmm. plenty of material to do that. Sure. But but I actually after I wrote it and the effect that it's having, yeah. I was like, wow, that's that was really a smart move Absolutely. because because it's really helping people. Mm-hmm. Uh, be able to read it in a concise way. They yes. don't have to like get into a yes. theological, Amen. you right. know, place. They can actually read it, apply the principles, and see breakthroughs yes. come. Yes, Absolutely. amen, amen. And we've partnered with Destiny Image, who's an amazing, amazing publisher. He he publishes books that are impactful to you and I, that are practical. That's the way that I look at it. I'm like, Lord, these are practical tools to help you, to guide you during your journey with the Lord. And so we have partnered with Destiny Image. When you go to our website, jimbakershow.com, you click on Destiny Image and you'll order the book directly from them. They will ship it from the warehouse to your home. Go to the website, jimbakershow.com. And I will say too, when you're there on the website, there's other titles that we have available in our warehouse that we will ship to you as well. Some of the other courts of heavens, God the judge, God the friend, God the father. There's many different titles available as well. Some might be limited limited stock, but we want to make sure that you can have access to that. But if you go to our website, we've partnered with Destiny Image. We're so excited and blessed to have them as one of our affiliates. Anytime that you give, Anytime you click on that affiliate link, you're supporting the ministry along with supporting Robert Henderson's ministry and the publisher as well. Amen. I think this book is so important today yes. because people are, are going through, yeah. uh, you, you, you just are, are entangled and, and, yes. and fought on every hand. You, you're having, mm-hmm. having struggles. And you don't understand what it is, and and it's it's a it's a demonic thing that's in the land today, that's in the world today, and and these these generational things that have come down through family situations, they can be broken, and this this book yeah. will help you go through that. And I believe today, and in, in fact, I would like you to pray right now, Pastor Robert Henderson. If you will pray for everybody watching and as they receive this book, that they will break every single curse from their lives. Amen. Amen. You know, let me let me just say this before I pray is is that, um, you know, in one of the things that I I find as I teach these things, there are there's a group, you know, in the body of Christ that says, oh, you poor, simple man. Don't you understand that there are no there's no such thing as generational curses anymore. Because when Jesus died on the cross, you know, all that was removed and was taken away. Well, what I discovered, number one, in the Bible, but then number two, in my own personal experience, is that, is that there is generational curses that were holding me back from the purpose and destiny that God had, yes. had for me. So maybe it's financial for you. Maybe it's relationship. Maybe, you know, it's, a, it's, a, it's an illness. It could be any number of things. Whatever it may be. I want to pray for you for breakthrough to come. Yeah. So, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I, I want to pray for all the people that are watching, yeah. Lord, around the world. I want to ask in the name of Jesus, I want you to say this, Lord, let all that you did on the cross, Lord, let, all let on the it cross. now work in my behalf. Let it now let work, work in my behalf. behalf. Uh, that when you died on the cross, that when you died on the cross, you judged every curse as illegal. 
as illegal. illegal. I present in the courts of heaven I present in the courts of heaven. your work, your work. On, the cross on the cross for me. For me. And, now, and now, on the basis of that work, let the judgment of God come in my behalf and free me from every curse connected to my generation that the enemy would have used against me. I receive freedom. Freedom. In every area, every area, because of your righteous judgment, because of your righteous judgment. out of the finished work of Jesus on the cross, I thank you for that. Thank you for right that right now, right now, in Jesus' name, in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Receive that. Amen. Be sure to order your book right now. Thank you. And I want you to help us stay on the air. And when you order the book. That is part of supporting us yeah. to keep this program coming into your home every day. I think every single person needs this yes. book. I mean, order more if you can. I mean, every single person needs this book. Yes. Yes. Just so, uh, because we all have them. We yeah. all have generational yeah. curses that have been yeah. passed down uh, through our bloodlines, yeah. through yeah. generations of lineage. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. If it I does. told you something that just happened to us just a few days ago, you, you'd you be blown away. Maybe I can talk. But uh, Someone ministered to Jim, and it, it was pretty amazing. But they were like, you've got back to 21 um, generations. And wow. I'm like, whoa. And we prayed and broke and yeah. <laughs> delivered. Yeah. yeah, it was like, whoa, heavy stuff. Yeah. And, you know, it doesn't matter what it is. The yeah. blood of Jesus the is blood sufficient. Jesus, it. Yeah. it is sufficient to that's break it. it. You yeah. just need to know how to apply yeah. it. That's, that's what this book does. And that's what it does. Yes. Yeah. And, and that's that. for you today. Mm, and so the, you, you, you got to make sure that your heart's right with yeah. God. Yes. And yes. he yes. will take care of things for you yes. as you talk yes. to him every single day. Amen. I want you to ask Jesus into your heart. If you don't know him, ask him to forgive you of all your sins. He will. Thank you. I want you to cleanse me from all unrighteousness, you say to God. I want you to pray, God, forgive me. Forgive me, God, of all my sins. And he will forgive you and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. And he will give you eternal life. That's what's going to keep you alive. That's what's going to keep you going and what's going to bring you into the, the presence of God for eternity to know Jesus as your personal Savior. Thank you, Lord, for saving souls today, yes. right now. Yes. God, help them to open their hearts yes. and ask you. forgiveness of their sins. And cleanse them, I pray, oh God, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 I want you to know how much God loves you. And the key to making it is talking to him every day knowing Jesus Christ yeah. as your personal Savior, yeah. knowing that he lives inside of you yeah. and that he has forgiven you yeah. of everything in the past and he has forgiven you of all your sins and cleansed you from all unrighteousness and has given you a home that he has prepared for you in heaven yeah. in eternity. Fear not. 
God loves you. He really does. I want to thank Pastor Robert Henderson for yeah. being with us today. Thank you so much. I want to thank all of you for watching. Right. And uh, I hope you will stand with us to help us keep this program on the air. We're fighting for our lives, and we need your support. Go to our phone and call 1-888-988-1588 and just tell the operator, I want to support the ministry. I want to send a gift today. These gifts are what keeps us on the air. And we're living in perilous times where God's people got to stand together to keep ministries going strong. God loves you. He really does. Bye-bye for today. Bye-bye. We love you. I want to thank you for watching the Jim Baker Show today. We want to encourage you to stand with us. If you want to support a message of the last days, we bring great men and women of God, the prophets of God, to this program every day. We need to stay on the air Till Jesus comes. I need your support today. That monthly giving will keep us on the air. Times are tough, but God's people can make anything happen. With God in, in unity, we can bring miracles to pass. A dollar a day, many are joining that club right now. We also have the Jubilee Club at $50 a month. And then we have my club, the President's Club, at $100 a month. I need your support. Pray about becoming a monthly partner. We are totally in the last days, but we must keep the message of the gospel going forth. We need your support. And I pray that if you have the ability today to give a one-time gift to keep the devil away, and to meet our budget this month, we need help desperately. I'm going to personally, for my Social Security, I'm going to give a $1,000 gift today to the ministry. And I hope someone will join with me and give that one-time gift as well. But these monthlies will keep us going till Jesus comes if you'll just do that. So call me right now, 1-888-988-1588. Remember that God loves you. He really does. Thank you for calling. Bye-bye.